gift for comforting kids. They just sit on her knee, off they go. It's brilliant. Some of these kids never get held by anybody. And it was a real privilege to have Lisa with us. So, Lisa. Thank you. I've just got these just in case I forget what I just say. Right. Um, I found it really hard emotionally, but quite rewarding out in Zambia. And um, one of the things that impacted me a lot was the actual input that Zion is actually having out there. The fact that the money that was sent out um, actually feeds 50 children every day, schools them, and a home care visit once a week. And basically, uh, if the money hadn't been sent out, that wouldn't be happening in, in Amalo. And, but it is still hard, because there's like... Because um, there is like... Um, there's 50 children, and each child will have a ticket for a meal. And... Um, there's far more than 50 children and it's just hard um, basically because if they don't have a ticket then they don't get a meal and it's like how do you choose which 50 get a meal and which 50 don't so it's a real hard hard thing um, the one day um, I went out on a home care visit so and there was three three boys when we got there um the eldest was eight, the youngest was two, and the uh, when we got there, Pastor Boyd, who um, is in, who is running the community uh, project in Amalo, uh, he asked the boys why they weren't in school, and when they um, why they weren't in school, and the boys said they weren't in school because their mother um, their mother had gone out the night before and they were waiting for her her to come back and basically they were hungry they hadn't eaten since the day before which would have been 24 hours at the feed at the food program and basically what would happen is the mom would go to the market buy chicken bring it back clean it cut it up take it up to the tavern and then sell it and depending on how much she made would depend on how long she would be away really so because she'd go and get drunk and and basically, without the food program, these boys probably wouldn't be alive today. So the impact that we're actually having is, is unbelievable. Um, another story to say about the gardening, Alison was saying, um, was an absolutely... It was a hard day, but it was really good. We, we broke down a lot of barriers between us and the community workers there. Um, the Africans there tend to put white people on pedestals and we're better than they are and that was a real hard barrier to get over but out when we were doing the gardening we were all there together digging and and they actually made comment and actually said they didn't think that white people could work so hard (laughs) So, so but after that day all the barriers were broken and it was it didn't matter what color skin we were all equal and all the same and there was a real, real good work done there. Um, finally, my last, last story to tell. I mean, I've got loads to tell, but the last one was a, another visit that I went to. It was a guy called Laston. Um, basically, his wife had died, and his his daughter had died too, and he was at a real, real low place, not not in a good place at all. 
And basically, uh, the community had picked him up and loved him and cared for him. And now he is one of the care workers there. Uh, he's running a little shop in the community and also is just really going on with God. I mean, he, he actually asked he wanted a Bible. So like, we left him a Bible there, which was really good to do. So it's just great to see what is happening in that community. And it's really exciting to see that God's going to do more. Thanks, Lisa. Do you know what? I'm absolutely convinced that God is going to do more, but he's going to do phenomenal things, I think, in this community. Only through partnership. Only through the Zambian people working, through us working and supporting them, through both of us working in conjunction with God and God's heart for the people there. And that's what really makes a difference. And I would just put a little plug in here. We are doing trips next year. We're planning two trips for next year. We're going back to the same community. And I would really urge any of you, if you have even an inkling that you might like to do something like this, please come and talk to me. Don't be put off by thinking you need some super skills or some special ability. This isn't for superheroes. This is for ordinary people who can go and hold a child and tell them they're loved. We can all do that. And I particularly encourage those of you who are men. Um, Very often, you know, this is a kind of a feminine thing. Women go and cuddle children. Some of these kids that you see here won't ever have been touched by a man in, a, in an appropriate or a comforting way. And actually, one of the best things you can do, guys, is come with us. Come play with some kids. Come and show them what godly men are like. Come and love them. So I would just ask you to, to um, think about that, pray about it. And if there's even a thought in your mind that you might like to do it, come and talk to me and I'll give you some more information. One of the things that was different about the trip this year was that It's focusing on relationship. And these guys that you see up here, probably within the team, we could tell you all of their names because we know them. We spent a whole week living with them. And one of the things that we promised them when we left was that we wouldn't forget them and not hold them in mind until next year. And I know these guys will be praying for us this morning. So I thought it would just be really good if we could pray for them. We're just going to spend a minute praying for them, praying for the guys in Amalo. Is that okay with you? Okay. Heavenly Father, we are so grateful for all the blessings that you pour into our lives. God, you give us so much and we appreciate so little. And Lord, we think about our brothers and sisters in Zambia this morning, in the community of Amalo specifically, as they meet to worship together. And Lord, we pray that you will bless them, that you will resource them, that you will give them all that they require. Lord, we pray that you help us to open our hearts and our pockets to give them the physical stuff they need. But Lord, as well, we pray that this morning they will have a sense of your presence so powerfully with them that they will have uh, no thinking that they're alone or that they're forgotten because they'll know that you're with them. And what's more, we're thinking of them too. Lord, we pray for those children in that school. And we pray, Lord, that you'll find a way to make that food spread so that more than 50 get fed. We pray that you'll find a way to raise up more volunteers, more teachers, more facilities, more energy, more time, so that more can be done. And Lord, we pray as we place this community into your hands that you'll do incredible things in and through the power of your spirit. Because we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.
Hi, well, I'm not going to speak too much to you right now because you'll have lots of me later and you can definitely have too much, even of a good thing, can't you? So I'm going to ask some of the team members to come and help me. So Tom and Blue, if you could just come uh, forward. We basically took a team of nine people to Zambia for a fortnight in Amalo. We had a great time. We did loads of stuff, which I'm not going to tell you about because they are. Um, But can I just say, this was an outstanding team. It's been a real pleasure and a privilege to work with them. I've got to see them first thing in the morning, last thing at night. Interestingly, Tom doesn't look any different whatever time you see him. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Tom. Okay, I'll hand over to Blue, I think. Uh, Well, we did really have a good time in in Zambia. It was a great team. I agree with Alison. Uh, I mean, I've been to Zambia several times before, but this was a different sort of a trip for me because we spent much more time in the community. And it was a very rewarding trip. I think the best thing about it for me was the people that we met. We just met some amazing people who were working there, people from the community in Amalo, people who were struggling in their own lives, um, who didn't have much at all, but from the little they had, they were willing to give it to their community. They really had a love and a compassion for the people there. And I think what struck me most about this trip was the way that it was really a combined effort. It wasn't us doing everything. It was a working together, doing what we could for the people there. It was a blessing to be with these people because they just had such a wonderful, loving spirit. Uh, And I think we were an encouragement to them. You know, it was... um, very different by the end of the week we spent with them to the beginning. They were totally different with us. It was a real partnership. And I think that's what struck me the most, the partnership effect of it. Whatever we wanted to do, they wanted to support us. And whatever they wanted to do, we felt we were supporting them. We did all sorts of things. We did teaching. We did visiting the sick. We did a lot of gardening, as Tom will probably tell you about. (laughs) And it was just a wonderful effort. And we really saw what the community was like. And we saw the progress that they'd made through the work of the volunteers there. But we also saw that there is so much work still to do. So this isn't an end to the project. It's just the first stepping stone of what we can do in the future. Um, uh, for me it was I'm really glad I went to Zambia but at the same time it was extremely challenging and upsetting to see sort of the level of poverty you see these things on Comet Relief and it's, it's difficult to look at but you do forget but when you're there it does leave a lasting impression on you and it sort of really has affected me in both, yeah in a positive way and negatively as well as it, I found it quite upsetting and angering because um, you do wonder at times where is God in all of this but as Blue said um, the work the Hands at Work does is, you know, genuinely making visible progress in Amalo. Um, one of the days we travelled into the bush. <laughs> that was it. Um, <laughs> yeah, we went into the bush and there was literally like grass sort of up to your neck. Um, the aim was to cut out sort of a square of this field so that it could be used for um, like veg- vegetables. And at the end of the day, I mean, I don't think we've worked harder in all our lives, to be honest. It was a proper day of our work. 
we got um, we did it all working alongside the Zambians, which is great as well. And like we managed to by the end of it all, there was like forty five rows of tomatoes could be planted, which is great because it can be either sold to be reinvested into the project or it can be used for food for the feeding program. And the feeding program is something which the local pastor Boyd has set up, uh, which has identified 50 of the especially most vulnerable children. And it uh, gives them sort of a morning of education each day and a meal, which is really good because, you know, some of these kids don't know where their next meal is going to come from. uh, For example, we went on a home-based care visit. Me and Lisa did. I don't know if she's here. Um, but we got there and, you know, we walked into this one sort of garden and there's just these three kids, literally just half naked, hanging around the garden. Um, Lisa went up to, like, offer some support or a sweet or something and they just started crying because they'd, like, never seen a white person before. And um, the pastor spoke to them and they said, like, the mother had um, sort of been paid and taken the money and probably gone out to get drunk on alcohol to sort of escape from the situation. But these kids, you just... I've never seen kids look so poorly, to be honest with you, but I would encourage anybody um, to go out there. I mean, even if you've got any qualms, just go for it, to be honest. I don't think I really need to say anything more, do I? Other than we're going again next year. And if you would like to come with us, we would be delighted to have you join us. There'll be two trips and you don't need any special qualification. You don't need to be a superhero. You don't need any special gifts or qualities other than that you can love people. Some of these kids have never been held appropriately and and cuddled. They've never had men who act appropriately towards them. So men particularly, if you're sitting there thinking, well, there's nothing I can do, there's nothing I can build, there's nothing I can teach, that's okay. Come and cuddle some children with us. Come and just be God's hands and feet. But thank you all for your support as well. Thanks.